ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Welcome to the Golf Central Podcast, brought to you by the new P770 from TaylorMade. Why practice a draw if you've got a fade? If you can hit it high, why master the stinger? Because the key to better golf is having better options you can count on. That's why TaylorMade took everything they learned from making P790, the forged face, the speed foam, and all its DNA, and put it into a smaller package. Introducing P770, let the sibling rivalry begin. Available at your local golf retailer or tailormadegolf.com. Use promo code GOLFCHANNEL for free two-day shipping on any order. Uh, I'd like to welcome Houston Astros owner Jim Crane. Mr. Crane, thank you so much for joining the podcast this week. I'm sure you're busy with this week's Houston Open. And I, I just wanted to start with, I mean, you have no shortage of interest in your life. I would be curious why it was important to you to have a PGA Tour event in Houston. Well, the, the, the tournament here kind of... Um, lost its sponsor and it was it was really gone unfortunately and you know we always felt you know after it moved from the woodlands to the other location it was just a, a hard location to get to for the fans and we felt if we could get it downtown and and get more memorial park which is a public course renovated we felt that we could really draw down here you know once the COVID's over and uh, actually we're going to have a few fans this week um so um we just felt that we could we could uh, raise the money we could renovate the uh, the facilities, which we've been able to do with a lot of, a lot of help from sponsors and donors and uh, get a great tournament back in Houston. You touched on two of the things that I'm most interested about this week. And how did you, along with the tour, come to the decision to allow fans on property this week? Well, we're really fo following the guidelines of the, the state and city. Uh, they're allowing some fans and some of the sporting events. It's a limited amount. Um, we'll keep everybody spread out and, and, you know, and, and abide by all the protocols. So they feel it, it's safe and it's a huge piece of property. Only, um, you know, a few thousand people out there is not going to really put a dent in it. And then specifically Memorial Park is hosting the event again for the first time since 1963. After the redesign, how do you anticipate the course playing? Well, it, it, I talked to a few of the pros. I was out there walking around that played already this morning. And, um, you know, the, the PGA has left the rough pretty good. Um, the greens are quick and there, you know, there's some runoff areas dope designed, you know, designed some cool spots where you don't hit in the right spot or roll off uh, fewer bunkers. And so I think, um, you know, the pros like, like, like a shot out of the bunker better than they do chipping a tight lie around the green. So I, I really think that um, it's going to play decent, you know, decent and, you know, the scores won't be as low as we've seen on some of the other tournaments. 
Now, and I'm also interested, Tom Doak did the redesign along with PGA Tour player Brooks Kepka. What kind of interaction did you or the other tournament officials have with Brooks during this redesign process? Well, I was just talking to him. He, he, he said the course is playing good. Uh, you know, he's pretty happy he's got, a, got his name in there with Doak. Um, you know, but he, he was uh, instrumental in, in helping. You know, he said, let's, let's do more runoffs, less bunkers. And, of course, that's for a public course like this. The bunkers are hard to maintain. And so it keeps the cost down. So everything worked together. I think they worked well together. Uh, Josh Kibbe worked with them on it. And, um, you know, they completed it, you know. Um, so we're ready to go this year. The greens are running, running well. And, um, you know, the conditions of the course are good. I wanted to get into your game specifically. But before we do that, along those same lines, again, I know you have plenty of things on your plate. But you're a very, very good player. How do you walk that fine line between designing a golf course, a public golf course, that's going to host PGA Tour players one week out of the year and then amateurs the other 51 weeks out of the year? Well, I think, you know, some of those areas we just talked about, those tight chips that would be difficult, difficult for mm-hmm. amateurs like myself, you can putt those now, you know, so you can, you know, still play. It's very playable. Um, they get a lot of rounds and, you know, we'll make sure the resources are there to maintain it. Um, but it's a great facility and it's public and people can play it very inexpensively. Um, and so it's good for the city. It's right in the middle of town. We put in a double-decker driving range because people come out here and pound balls all night. And, you know, that would generate a lot more money for the city, which goes right back into the, the parks department. So it's kind of a, a gift that keeps on giving. I'm far too respectful to call you a sandbagger, but when you talk about amateurs like you and having to putt around the green, I found this stat earlier this morning in 2006 – you were voted by Golf Digest as the best CEO, golfing CEO in the United States. They haven't done that list since then. But where do you think you rank if they were to do that list again? First of all, that was public CEOs. And you're right. They oh, don't sorry. Do it. <laughs> They're right. They don't do it anymore. And, um, you know, uh, unfortunately or fortunately, whichever you want to look at it, that, that asks, I got to ask a lot of questions when I was running my company about how much golf I played, but um, I used to just tell them I practice at night, but um, yeah, you know, I played a long time. I got fortunate enough to caddy as a kid and learn how to play uh, young. And so I've always loved the game and, it, it, and it's a fun game to meet people and get out in fresh air. And so it's, it's always uh, been very fond to, to get out with my buddies and hit it around. Now, you talked about the location of this particular event, but when it applies to Memorial and public golf, is that close to your heart growing up, as you said, as a caddy? Well, yeah, you know, um, I couldn't afford to belong to a country club. I got to play free on Mondays at the club I caddied at in St. Louis. And so and I played public courses all the time because, um, you know, that's all I could afford. And, you know, eventually I a little more fortunate, but. Um, you know, you want kids to learn golf at a young age and like it and, you know, caddying and, and playing public courses where, where they have access, you have to have access to play, I think is very important for, for not only Houston, but all the, all the uh, you know, public courses around the country. It's an interesting twist that moves Houston back to the week before the Masters this year, given the circumstances of the year. After everything we've gone through, is this kind of the best case scenario for the Houston well, Open this year being played this week? We had lost the date, you know, when they lost the sponsor. And when we stepped in, the date had moved. And so we had to take a fall day. You know, it's really hot here in the summer, and that's not a good time to play here. So either in the spring or in the fall, and, you know, there was a good fall date. Um, we did move up a week. But, no, it's it's brought in, you know, a good field, um, um, one of the best fields in, in the fall. 
going into the Masters, and it was very fortunate to get the date. And there's a lot of great players here today. I was talking to a bunch of them on the range today. That you know, and the weather's good, so we're we're in pretty good shape. I hope we have this conversation ten years from now. And if we are, where do you imagine this golf this tournament being played? Would it be played in the same date on the same golf course? In a best case scenario for you? Um, you know, I think our ultimate goal is if something became available, move back to the spring where it always was. But listen, having a tournament here in town and being having a down city, we want to really develop, you know, in the middle, right at smack dab in the middle of the city. I think the players will like it more. It's more places to stay down here, um, you know, more places uh, to eat. And, and, and they've enjoyed it so far. So the location's a good draw. Um, you know, we'll, we'll have to go where, where we get put by the tour and, you know, certainly have some preferences and we'll work to make this one of the best tournaments in the PGA. You kind of touched on how you think the golf course is going to play this week, but I am curious of how Brooks worked as a designer. And I've read in interviews that he wanted some excitement towards the finish. That usually means birdies and eagles. Is that how you envision the golf yeah. course playing this week? Yeah, I think they've stated that last three or four holes are, are eagle holes, if po you know possible. I think one of the par, uh, one of the par fives is uh, reachable and two, and then uh, par four is drivable. So it's going to be entertaining coming down the stretch, and um, fans love that, and so and so do the players. So you know, hopefully that will happen this week. When you have an opportunity, and I know how important it was to relocate to Memorial Park, as you pointed out, it's closer to downtown, closer to where sort of the heartbeat of the city is. It, are you getting any sense of that? I know it's a small footprint, but will you get any sense of that this week? Well, we, we, we're going to have a few fans out, as we said. Um, no, everybody around town is excited about it. Everybody that's been in Houston and played golf for a long time has played played golf here. And when you go look at the board, you know, there's some really uh, great names on that board you know, uh, Jackie Burke and on and on and on um, all the way back to the 40s. So everyone that played golf in this town has played golf here at one time or another. So they're really looking forward to, to seeing the tournament grow and, and supporting the tournament. We've had a lot of support for it. What are your feelings on your field this week? I mean, as you pointed out, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, two big names in the game, two stars, along with Phil Mickelson, and I can keep pointing out plenty of others. For a fall event, are you pleased with your field? Oh, I think it's been the best field so far this fall. And, you know, certainly the Masters before the Masters helped. And, you know, the greens are quick. And so, um, you know, similar to, to Augusta with some undulation. So I think they're looking forward to, to, to playing the course and getting ready for next week. And, you know, hopefully they pick up a check this week, too. I'm sure you get enough baseball questions, but I would be curious your thoughts on just this season in general, the shortened season, the two spring trainings. Astros making it another playoff run. Just your general thoughts. Well, I think it was it was tough on everybody. It's tough for the people that work at the ballpark. It was tough on the fans weren't there. It's tough on the players, all the protocols. They did a great job of uh, getting through that and getting the seat, you know, the short season played. Um, and then playing with no fans was was really strange. You go in the ballpark, we were able to watch a few games from from the suite level and you know, the, you know, the background noise and the thing. So, you know, I, I think everybody deserves a lot of credit to getting the, you know, the 60 games and the playoffs done. It kept people interested in baseball, got some things, you know, a lot of games on TV for people to watch, got some time on their hands. Um, but, but, you know, hopefully we'll be back to full strength, depends on the pandemic. And, um, you know, we, we'd love to see, get the fans back in. I know the players on, both on the tour here and on the baseball field, Really, really like to see the fans uh, in, in the stands. 
having seen it through both sports or you're about to see it through another sport and certainly you saw it in, in baseball and I was taken by having gone to tour events early in the comeback in June that when you're on property it is surreal it doesn't feel the same but I am amazed that the actual TV product doesn't seem that much different I'm a baseball fan I have been I, I watched the playoffs religiously and I don't know that I was taken by the fact that there weren't any fans are you under the same mindset or is it because you're quote unquote, inside that bubble. Sorry to use that word. Well, it's, uh, it's really different when you're on the property, you know, the, the mm -hmm. fan, you know, that we had the, and, and most of the baseball fields had, you know, pop-ups there. So you can kind of take a double take when it was on TV, but nobody in the stands um, here, you know, this week, there'll be a few people roaming around, you know, not many. And so, but I've talked to a bunch of the players and they're, they're looking forward to that, but um, you know, I think we'll get back to normal at some time soon. And, yeah, there's there's no sports are good without without the fans the fans i always tell our players the fans pay the bills so we got to get them get them back and we've talked about these strange times how important is it for just sports in general whether that's baseball or golf to be back well i, I you know i've watched the protocols here with the golf i mean they're testing everybody to get inside the ropes i mean you know everybody's been tested so you know they're, they're going through the right precautions you certainly uh, want to see the sports. And I think, you know, they're doing the best they can to control everything. And they've done a good job. They did a good job in baseball. And I think they'll do a good job with golf until they get wide open again. Taking on a tournament is a big responsibility. Taking on a tournament, a new golf course that you had to redesign. Do you have any thoughts on the winning score? I, I know I asked you, but is there a lot, is there a number in your mind that you feel that would be acceptable one way or the other? Well, I just talked to, I just talked to Brooks actually. And he said, you know, it's going to play tough. The rough is a little higher left the rough a little bit, um, few severe slopes on some of the greens. At some point you may make an adjustment, but the course is brand new. So um, we're, we're looking for their feedback and, you know, certainly want to make adjustments if we need to, but they're saying the course is playing good and greens are running right. And uh, it should be a good challenge. I don't think the scores are going to be overly low based upon uh, the feedback I've got from, from, from some of the guys that were out this morning. I believe you told me you have played this since the redesign. What's your lowest score on the golf course? Well, I'm, I'm lucky to, with the, the rough has been high. So if you hit it in the rough when we were playing it a month or two ago, you kind of had to chop it out. So, you know, I, I, I snuck around in the high 70s, I think, but that, that was a task. Well, Mr. Crane, thank you so much and congratulations. I know you guys have worked pretty hard to get to this thank point. You guys, we appreciate your support and uh, we're looking forward to a good week here in Houston. Watch us on thank TV. You. you can't come out. Thank you. This weekend on NBC, Saturday night in primetime, college football's best collide as number one Clemson takes on number four, Notre Dame, followed by an all-new Saturday Night Live. On Sunday, NASCAR crowns a champion in Phoenix at 3 Eastern. Finally, it's Breeze and the Saints versus Brady and the Bucks on Sunday Night Football. Coverage begins with football night in America at 7 Eastern. We'll talk to you next week from Augusta National. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Life is a highway. 
and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.